Right, you ready? I'm ready when you are. Lovely. We've uh, we've just been debating what uh, what we're gonna drink. Uh, I've got a lovely glass of of red wine. What kind of red wine is that actually? Did you check it the bottle? The red wine of Vinalba, which is a glorious Malbec uh, from Argentina. From Argentina. Argentina's finest. There's a bit in there if you want it. Oh, because so, um, yeah, I'm on the uh, non-alcoholic cans of Heineken because I'm driving, so it's only 69 calories, but um, no alcohol. So let's go. But, but you do have white wine in the freezer right now. I do have white wine so in the freezer. Going. <laughs> so we're gonna have a glass. Five and drive. So so your non-drinking only goes as far as. As when that can is finished. Yeah, because I look forward to the wine. I can't have wine and look forward to a can of non-alcoholic beer. So I'll leave the best to last. Um, well, shall we, uh, shall we introduce ourselves? Let's. So, uh, so this podcast is called The Young Old Men. Um, kind of, we've been coming up with different names for a while. So, so the idea behind this is that we're going to go through the week's uh, the week's news stories, general roundup, but but we're not going to make it as borderline bloody depressing as pretty much everyone else makes it. Um, so so I thought <laughs> I was also thinking about us as people. Um, oh jeez. <laughs> well, I was gonna, do you want to tell them what? Um, t- tell the tell the people what's wrong with your back. Yeah, so uh, it fits the title quite well. To be fair. Um, I'm sitting in my flat. I've uh, just got out of bed, really, um, and I've hurt my back. It's four o'clock in the afternoon, just so, so, yeah. so everyone knows. Um, I've just hurt. I hurt my back on Tuesday. I think I just hurt it on a train, just sitting there. I think because I've been lifting my laptop bag, uh, that I think it's um, done something in the top of my back. So not 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 lifting weights. No. Not not extraneous exercise. It's you lifted your laptop bag, sat on a train, and now your back's done. But that's what I'm gonna say. I've done it in the gym, <laughs> just to try. You don't even have a gym membership. <laughs> I know, but just to, uh, I've done it running. Right. Oh, I've got weights here, so I've done it lifting weights here. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. So yeah. Oh, we're doing a podcast. <laughs> now, now everybody knows. But um, for the next few days, I've heard it lifting weights. Um, I, I lifted a record amount of weights, mm-hmm. um, and uh, I put on some muscle in the past few yeah, days. It definitely shows. Um, <laughs> and uh, well, my, from my perspective, because uh, we're both in our twenties, so we're, we're both relatively young. Um, but as I say, we are currently recording this. On a Friday afternoon, I'm sitting here in slippers with a glass of red wine. It's nearly evening. Most people are planning to go out. And what, what are our plans in the uh, evening? We're going to watch James Bond. We're going to go and watch James Bond. Uh, James Bond. But it's a Friday night out. We've done the late viewing. Um, yeah. 8.10, which I think is too long. <laughs> it's, it's, you too think late. about it, we're not going to get out until 11.30. It's a three-hour film. 11.30-ish. If we're lucky, we'll get out at but 11.30. To be fair, we've got a line tomorrow, so... Yeah, but I slept badly. I said this earlier. I said, um, I'm, I'm actually worried I'm going to fall asleep in the movie because once those lights go dark now, my brain just goes, bed. And you've got the red wine. And so I've got a glass of time. red wine. And I'm not driving, so I can I can have another glass oh, if I want. You can drive if you want. That's what? I don't have a licence, but, <laughs> <laughs> but we'll um, give it a go. Um, so, yeah, so that, that's pretty much it. So we are, we're going to be doing the Young Old Men podcast, going through through some weeks... Week's news story has been a quiet week, as ever. 
It has been. In, in, in the UK. Um, before we do start, though, uh, the news, as we say, we're just recording this on Friday afternoon. So the news... The 15th. The 15th of October, Friday the afternoon. Uh, the news of Sir David Amos's uh, death has been announced. Um, he was unfortunately murdered in his constituency. So our thoughts and prayers go out to his family. And um, yeah, it's it's not good news. But um, yeah, so just wanted to, to put that out there. Um, so first news news item of the week. What's that? This hasn't been just this week. This has been going on for, for what, two, three weeks now? Um Insulate Britain. Yes. Yes. Um, now, these are the um, environmentalist protesters who have been sitting on multiple motorways, uh, notably the M25 and uh, especially around London, anywhere that's got good connections to London. These people have been sitting in the middle of the road and just blocking up uh, traffic. Um, do you know anything about them? Or? I know nothing about the group, because um, it's not Extinction Rebe- Rebellion. No, it? it's, it's not that. It's a different group. They all seem old to me, though, this group. Mm-hmm. Um, they all I, seem I, old and white. Yeah, I don't get how they think it's a good strategy to do, because you want to take the, the public on a journey with you, mm-hmm. um, and to try and persuade them to insulate their homes or to, to give up driving or uh, limit your... Um, your what's the word your uh, carbon footprint carbon footprint yeah um but that this is not a way to attract people this is just going to piss people off yeah it's it's quite hard to to get people behind your cause when you're actually ruining their day but like exactly, actively yeah. going out and of you're the, losing the money and you're <laughs> losing money because because there is now a court conjunction where they can be arrested there is unlimited fines so the the whatever judge can decide what the fine is, and there is no limit now. Um, so these people are, are that could be putting their money towards their cause might end up losing it to to the British government, who they, they are pretty opposed to. And they've said, it's the same with Ex- Extinction Rebe- Rebellion. They've said nothing about China, and Mm-mm. without China and the US, we can't go on this journey. We can't really make an impact. Yes, no. it's all good that we make our own impact and the small things do matter, but to go... To take this such a strong strategy, such a hardline strategy, and piss people off, it's just I haven't met a person who defends their strategy other than themselves. The the only the only the only thing they they would argue is that I mean we're sitting here talking about it right now. So from their from their perspective, they've got us they've got us talking about it. But, yeah, but we're sitting here part, talking about saying yeah, saying how they're all complete twats yeah, doing it. So part of me wants to. Do the opposite of what they're saying, just because they're go outside and just spray just, deodorant, just yeah, run the planet even more, yeah, yeah burn just some plastic. Drive needlessly about. <laughs> well, that, take you know, a plane. That, <laughs> you know, that's that's funny. I, I don't I don't have the article on me right now, but one of the a, a core a core member of their group was. Um, it's just been exposed that she did um, a massive drive around Europe in an eighteen year old Range Rover <laughs> in two thousand and twelve. So it's pretty. Uh, it, it's it's pretty. Um, yeah, hypocritical for that, and and a lot of them don't even have their, their homes in. Yeah, I was about to say that. Yeah, it's... there's a guy that's been on. I think it's their spokesperson. Um, he's quite. Uh, he must be middle age, I think, or even younger, probably. Um, and he's the most patronising person ever. Are you talking about the um, the talk radio interview where they were like, "You're a hypocrite," and he was like, "I oh, know." He's been on GMB with Susanna, yeah. Yeah. and 
he's been on there was another one. Oh, um well, uh, LBC speaking mm. to Nick Ferrari, Nick Ferrari. Yeah. and he's just so patronising. Yeah, and they'd keep asking him, "Have you insulated your home?" No, no. So, Are you going to? I know it's expensive, <laughs> but still, it's. But you'd like to think that that the spokesperson of your movement would at least like like if anyone's going to have it, the person who's going onto the news, they would make it so they have their home insulated. Yeah, they they got they're going to have some funding from somewhere. I'm sure they have some funding. I'm yeah. sure they have some backing at this point. And like you say, it does make people talk, but it's all in a negative light and it's selling it to no one. Um, and I, I just think it's a, them sitting in roads, like surely there's another strategy that they can... That's also just a health hazard. If, if at some point they, they do this and it causes a pile-up and someone dies, well, then then their whole movement is... It's, it's, it's... Well, there was that claim that um, someone went on LBC and claimed that their, their mum or their sister was having a stroke mm. um, in the car. And... Uh, whether I don't think it's been verified yet, but if there was something like that does happen. There, there was that, and there was the uh, there were the um, the uh, the medics who couldn't get through, and um, well, actually, that's why I was about to come on to that actually because I don't know if you don't know if you heard this, but they have just said that they're all giving us a little holiday. We've what got a break. We've, yeah, we've got eleven oh, days off. Thank yeah, you we've got so eleven. Much. So 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 thank you to them. And ironically, they go. They they said that they're they're giving us um, eleven days off for half term. So their protests are now scheduled around the school term, which is ironic because that is the exact time when you don't need like parents do not care if you're blocking the roads during half term because not, they're not getting their kids to school. Yeah. So why you would choose half term? to to block what is the strat is it how long is it going to be just they said and they said until there's a um until there is a um a commitment from the government to insulate homes some of them will die on the road it'll be of old age yeah (laughs) exactly because there is definitely the again even if that was a policy they the government is in a position now where they can't really go ahead with that policy they they, the government can't really turn around and go right we're now going to insulate Every home, no, because because now then it's going to look like they've they've to it, yeah. yeah they've pandered to to, to these people. It's so it's not going to happen anyway. It's, the government yeah, I, aren't going to pay for that. Yeah, uh, no. So they they twenty six is coming up. In, is it twenty six? Yeah, COP twenty six. And um, I think a lot will be agreed there. Hopefully, uh, like Paris was, um, and Biden will make it his mission to try and get people around the table make an agreement. But mm-hmm. they won't go as far to say insulate every home. It's ridiculous, really. It's, yeah. But I'm all for the environment, and trust me, I'm... Oh, you um, like the environment, do you? All for you the enjoy environment. It? <laughs> I'm, really I'm very pro-planet. <laughs> that is breaking news on the old young well, no, men. Yeah, Finley Rowden is pro-planet. It sounds like I don't care and uh, fuck the planet. Well, you're veg- I should, vegan. Vegetarian, vegan, vegetarian, aren't you? Yeah, but not for planet reasons. <laughs> you're just just because I can't kill a cow, personally, so I don't eat it. Well, I've never killed um, a cow, personally, but yeah, they do make a great burger, so... They do, they do, but they also, to be fair, they wouldn't be alive if we don't eat them. You, you, so. could, you could literally, you could claim though that you do it for the planet and you get another little, like, little gold star, like another goat, like you know, social gold star. Do you know why I turned vegetarian? Well, pescatarian actually, because I couldn't care less about fish. But pescatarian. Fuck the fish. fish. Fuck the fish. Six years ago, I turned um, pescatarian mm-hmm. and it was for the planet. And I just thought, people are dying out there and I want to protect not just my children's future but my grandchildren's future and I did that and I also was weightlifting on Tuesday night <laughs> get off in. your 
moral high horse. No, there's actually no reason for me being pescatarian. It's just, uh, yeah, I got told in the pub I should be pescatarian. I then had to put down a, a monk jack. And, oh, yeah. Oh, um, I do remember that, actually. That that, very, I do, very I do remember that now. And uh, here we are, six years on. Six, no, seven. Six year? I'm 25 now. <laughs> I am old. But to be fair, COVID knocked a year and a half yeah. off of life. So so minus 18 months, that is how old you are. That right. is that is the way I look at it. So I'm 24. Yes, correct. You're 24 years old. <laughs> I don't know. I'm 25. Yeah, you're 25. So you're, you're, yeah, you're 24. 24. 24-ish. Um, so, so, yeah, so, so we've got 11 days off. Yes. Which is useful because, thank you. because yeah, thank you very much, Insulate Britain. And that is useful because I will need a cab in London tomorrow. So do not. Yes, to... you've got a big day ahead of I have got a big day tomorrow. To moving the, moving uh, in. Listeners. What's that? You're going to explain to the listeners what's what's happening. Yeah, moving, moving. Well, I've, I've, I've been living with uh, Finn for the past month and I've got to the state mentally where I need to leave. So now I am moving to uh, to London. Uh, to yeah, to 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 North London, um, so so that is that is the plan. Um, so yeah, we'll need a cab tomorrow essentially, and won't need to worry about them not sitting in the middle of the road. Oh, Maybe. you're not near the underground. Can you not just walk? You have flat because I could walk, but I want to kill the environment because these people are pissing me oh, off. So I'm going to take a cab. Yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> um, although um, they did try, I, I love this. I love this. Earlier today, they did. I don't know if you heard. They were turned away from. Downing Street? No. Yeah, they wanted to deliver a letter to um, to <laughs> Boris Johnson, basically explaining their age. I don't think they know how this works. Nah. I, they, I don't think they realise you can't just walk up to it's the Prime Minister. Yeah, there's definitely other there's definitely other ways you can't just walk up to, to Downing Street and, and you know pop in for for, 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 <laughs> for a cup of tea and a chat. Like you you do, you can't do that. So um, I think he's on holiday as well, isn't he? Excellent. So they couldn't even figure out that he was on holiday. Can't even I don't know do. if he is back or not, but um, he was on holiday. He got caught uh, painting, didn't he? At his mate's... He got caught painting. That? No. He's in, uh, is it Portugal, Spain? Uh, he's at Zach Goldsmith's, um, who was a Tory MP, at his uh, villa, which uh, that cost millions, a massive mansion. Very nice. And uh, he's there on his holiday. Whilst everything was kicking off here with the fuel shortages and everything else. Yes. Uh, but I'm sure we'll come to that. <laughs> um, but yeah, he went there and uh, he's got like two swimming pools. It's amazing. And what does he need two swimming pools for? Just in case he wants to change scenery. There's a lot of view. One for him, one for his wife. Exactly. She's pissing him off, yeah. Um, or he's pissed her off, more likely. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Could but you imagine then, being married to Boris, Boris Johnson? I don't want to, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I, don't I couldn't imagine being it. friends with him, let alone. Yeah, don't don't. Yeah, let's not let's not put ourselves through 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 that. Um, so he couldn't take the letter. No, so he wasn't there. He so, might have come back, but yes. Do you reckon he heard the letter arrive and he popped back? We'll just popped back. Especially just popped back, them. picked it up, and he's, he's they're like, in oh, his front room. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give it a little read on the flight back. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, so that they they put a letter in, but because the letter was turned away. Um, the protests will resume in 11 days. This is just ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Like I said, for Extinction Rebellion, I was quite um, sympathetic towards them. Mm -hmm. Not all of their tactics, but again, blocking roads wasn't helpful. Yeah. Because it just pisses working class, working people off. Mm -hmm. And not just working class people, any working person, it just pisses them off. 
Yeah, um, many stories about people trying to get to interviews, doing you know, doing work, all that kind of stuff, and they they can't do it because these people are sitting in the middle of the road. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't understand the politics of what's different between obviously they want to insulate homes, but is it a different group to extinction? Yes, yeah, so I think extinction rebellion. From my understanding, I'm not, I'm no expert, but my understanding of ex- extinction rebellion is that they are a more uh, doomsday sayer, like everything has to change right now, right this second. Whereas insulate Britain is. I'm sure they have many different beliefs, but but primarily their their main focus is on insulating homes by by 2030 is the plan yeah but i mean like if, if you, i mean just it's in the past intro. we've made a lot of like like there have been a lot of commitments made i know commitments have been made before but i think it is starting to hit home now with a lot of nations that things need to change 100 percent. i think it but really china, is uh, xi jinping's not going to turn up to cop is he i don't think we can't you, you can't rely on china though can you but like even if he to, to make an impact you've got to call china out and rely no on you have to call them out but i don't think we can rely on them when, of Char- when are they ever going to be reliable? Ever? Well, that's a bit. That's a bit much, isn't it? That's that's a bit. There might be Chinese listeners to this, and uh, I'm sure they don't personally have any hand in the government saying. And if they do, um, get in touch. <laughs> <laughs> Love to hear from you. And uh, please don't assassinate me. Is the other thing I will say. Um, but just one last thing on this insulate Britain before we move on. They've actually got um, competition. Oof. Yeah, there's a there's a new man. New, a new, new man. man well, not new man. Speaking of cows, um, <laughs> there was a witness says there were 10 police officers at the scene as a cow blocked the M25 yesterday. Jeez. Yeah, in the middle of rush hour in the morning, a cow wandered out. Um, so I've got the I've got the article here from 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 Sky. So. Well done, Must be true, obviously. Um, Surrey police received calls from the public at around 8.35am to say it was on the anti-clockwise carriageway between junctions 5 and 6 near Godstone. Rush hour traffic was blocked while the farmer and traffic officers tried to, tried to, and I quote, convince the cow, <laughs> reportedly called Daisy, to get a move on. <laughs> so, so on the day that the Insulate Britain decided they weren't going to block roads, Convince fucking Daisy is, uh, is <laughs> Daisy is like, no, I better take this on myself, you know? Um, I can just imagine the cops talking to the cow. Yeah. Come on, Daisy. What do you on. think you could say to a cow to convince it how to would move? You, in all seriousness, how would you take it away? I, do you get as, you must have as like a specialist unit just to... What, specialist cow unit? Because where's it come from? I'm guessing... Is that where my tax money is going? To the specialist, specialist cow unit? unit. Um, they must have a. Well, they call the farmer. I don't know. No, well, the farmer was there, and it says, the, the story goes, a cow jumped a fence and got onto the road just after nine a.m. And about ten police officers in total were at the scene. The police held traffic for for about twenty minutes to try and catch it, and the road reopened at nine twenty three a.m. So you got so you had ten police officers, and the farmer. All trying to catch one cow, and also but wait, it's the most important bit. It's jumped the fence. It's, it's jumped the fence. Was... How big's the fence? <laughs> I've never seen a cow I've jump. Never... Yeah, exactly. I must have just stepped over it. Because in my head, when it says jump, I'm literally like I'm in like I'm seeing the cow just hopping, yeah. like stationary, and then just hopping and finding itself. You just run through it. Um, they think the farmer's a bit embarrassed, and he's like, "No, it, it, this cow's special. <laughs> Daisy is cow. special. We've had this problem before." <laughs> <laughs> she's she's just gone mental and she's jumped over the, the fence 
I just don't know what you would say to a cow to convince it. Does that? What does a cow eat? You offer uh, grass. Grass. So you but just have grass you just on pick up some grass. The motorway, isn't it? So. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I really. All you do the insulate Britain tactic and pick it up and drag it. How do you pick a cow? <laughs> it takes ten police. Ten officers. police officers picking the cow up. Oh, I would love to have been there. I would love to have seen. I mean, not if you're trying to get to work, but no, even if you yeah, are trying I've to get to work. I've got sympathy for that cow. Yeah, just going for a one. It's not insulate Britain. That's yeah. So, so what we've discovered here: cows, blocking road, good. good, love that. Do it all day, every day. Well, well Great. Insulate Britain. Fuck off. Bad. Bad. And, but protest. Where do we stand on protest? Because protest is often a good thing, and you need to mm-hmm. get the um, the media media's attention. Right. And so wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? You. I. I think. Of. I. I think for protest, you do it. You. You protest towards in a way that's going to affect the people that can actually make the difference and or are the problem, not working class people or working people yeah. or gen the general public. The general public has won't be able to do this. They won't be able to insulate their homes in general. Yeah. So why are you taking it out on them? Because that's how you attract. Well, yeah, and so now we're going back to the original statement of, are they, it, they've got the the attention, yeah. but they're doing it in a way that's just pissing everyone off. I think so it's no. just the wrong tactic. There's stuff like flyovers or, well, to be fair, it's dampening their cause if they fly a plane <laughs> with a banner. Yeah, let's, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I haven't that... thought this one through, but um, there must be a better tactic where you're not affecting people's work. I tell you what, we'll think, we'll think, and for next week we will come up with Insulate Britain's new. And not just for Insulate, let's let's make our own cause. Okay. And we have to form a protest about it. So anyone who basically picks on cows in the middle of motorways, you with, can if that's your cause. That's my cause. Right, and then you've I'm just got to protest. And I'm going to protest. All right. All right, and you've got to come up with a tactic. And oh, you I talk know. now, and I'm going to get that bottle of wine before it freezes. <laughs> yes. Um... So yeah, so in, so uh, so that's that's been what's been happening with um, Insulate Britain, and of course um, they will be back in eleven days. So we will see. I'd be surprised if there's even enough left of them because they're probably all going to be arrested soon. How many people could possibly be in this movie? All dead. All all dead. All dead in a more sinister, in a more sinister world. Um, and what wine is that? What have you gone for? I've gone for what? I'm only having a small glass. Because I'm driving. Mm-hmm. It's an Alberino. And it's a, uh, I think it's Spanish, Portuguese, tomato, tomato. Again, I would like to emphasise, it's 4.30 on a Friday and we are sitting inside drinking red and white wine before we go to the cinema. Yeah. <laughs> We're not a couple as well, by the no. way. This is, oh, this is yeah, not. they are not, no. a, not a couple. Chance. It's, uh, it's just, uh, there's nothing wrong with it, but no, there's no, of course something there's wrong not, with him. Yeah. <sighs> Try not to get cancelled week one. <laughs> Uh, uh, all right, so Finn, um, what the other the other big news story this week? I uh, wonder if you could tell us a little bit about Newcastle. Newcastle. So, New, Newcastle is that a good accent? No, it's not. Okay. Okay. New, Newcastle United. Losing viewers fast here. Yeah, yeah, I've definitely been cancelled now. I cannot go. I cannot show yeah. my face around there now. Uh, uh, but yeah, Newcastle United takeover. Yes, they've been bought over by the Saudi investment fund, um, which is owned by the prince, mm-hmm. um, and. Uh, it was uh, denied, the permission denied for them to buy uh, Mike Ashley's stake in Newcastle. Uh, when was it? Earlier this year, I think. Yeah. Um, because Qatar, who owns some uh, Premier League rights, TV rights, uh, were in conflict with Saudi Arabia. Soft war conflict, not actually in conflict. 
I mean, um, who knows later? And <laughs> they uh, kicked up a fuss with the Premier League, and the Premier League then said Saudi Arabia no because you can't buy it because you're you're in conflict with Qatar. Mm-hmm. Um, but since then, diplomacy has uh, arisen, and they've bought. They've been given permission, and they have now bought Newcastle United, um, which is, I think, quite um, hypocritical, because at one level, it's the Premier League blaming Saudi Arabia as a state for being in conflict with Qatar. Then at another level, they've been given assurances apparently that Saudi Arabia's prince isn't going to control the the club or the the fund. So they're saying it's just back. It's just his money, but he's not involved. Yeah, which is ridiculous. Yeah, it's a bit, um, hard. <laughs> a bit hard to. This is a regime. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna. Um, keep it light Finley keep it light this is my final serious point this regime that killed Khashoggi the journalist that's human rights right Mm. abuses um, and that hates women hates gay people it's horrendous and they've now bought Newcastle United so um, they will now be the kings of Europe I think (laughs) I think Israel should buy a (laughs) son do you think um, do you imagine if War broke out in the Middle East, and the core reason was Newcastle United. Newcastle United. <laughs> Newcastle United. I want to see the Prince wear a Newcastle shirt. That would be good. That you look back in. They're going to be looking back in history about World War Three broke out in the Middle East. Well, also. no, at St James's Park. Oh, it's the away it, Sunderland fans who are owned by Israel. Oh yes. Firing rockets. Oh yes, yes, yes. That's yes. taking hooliganism into a right different sphere. Yeah, I think we need a bit of shake-up of hooliganism in this country as well. Yeah. It's not been the it's, same it's since... It's dampened since the 80s. Yeah, it's not been the same. I, yeah, it had a bit of a comeback in the early noughties, but since then, it's uh, it's just not been the same. To be fair... Yeah? <laughs> to be fair... <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, this person got beat up at whatever club... No, it... to be fair, a Newcastle fan punched a horse, so they've started oh. as they mean to go on, in my oh. opinion. That was a. That was a. That was. That, that was, was the best. That film was not good. <laughs> that was not good when that happened. That was what in two thousand nine was that? Yeah, I can't. There have been other animal incidents. I think it was a relegation, wasn't it? Alan Shearer. Took him yeah, down it and was protests. Yeah, there have been other animal incidents at football, right? There was a chicken that got released onto Blackburn's pitch when they got relegated. Oh yeah, yeah don't know what happened to that chicken, chicken shop, didn't he? The yeah. owner, the Indian owner. <laughs> he owned a chicken shop. I think so. So it was symbolic. Or business, not just the shop. He's quite rich, I think. Yeah, that'd be a very good chicken shop to <laughs> the football club. His chicken shop, and now he has back. Buy a black <laughs> um, Yeah, so the takeover away was 300, 300 million. 300 million. Mike Ashley's got 300 million now. How Plus, much did you buy it for? How much did you buy Newcastle? I have no idea. No idea. But it won't be anywhere near that. Um, and whilst you look it up, I am going to discuss. He's now going to buy Derby, I think, who is in administration. Um, and so Newcastle fans are celebrating because they've got him out of the club but at the same time they've made a, a dancing with the devil now I was about to say um, they're quite f- uh, fond of their social justice issues up in Newcastle generally are they? it's just my perception as someone <laughs> from London <laughs> have you ever been to Newcastle? huh? Have yeah I have actually yeah. Yeah, multiple times when I was many seven, protests. eight uh, <laughs> it was when goal two came out and I went up it wasn't for goal two I was up there for other reasons so I just remember everyone going mental over, over goal two is his name someone Muniz? Santiago Muniz yeah. Yeah. great film if 
anyone hasn't seen Goal Goal or Goal Two, go watch it. Goal Three, give it a miss. It's kind of like the Godfather. Is, no, back to the. Uh, <laughs> you can't not distract it with talking about Goal Two. No, we're so going to talk guys about. Are people, I went into their political causes. Discuss. Um. Well. Um. Oh, there you go. Miners' strike. <laughs> <laughs> the miners' strike. They were well into that back when that was kicking off, weren't well, they? To be fair, I think that's just the people from Newcastle. I think Sunderland and uh, I think the people in any Scotland town that had uh, a mine. mine. Yes, Lancashire, Finley. The point is, northerners the, the... are holding <laughs> to their political causes because of the miners' strike. Discuss six marks. <laughs> Explaining reason why. Um, I'm just saying. Um, in general, it is quite it is quite difficult to look past the human right abuses of Saudi Arabia. Um, Qatar haven't exactly got clean hands either. So um, yeah, but they're less explicit. They didn't go and murder a journalist that we know of. Very true. Very not true. that is that is not an accusation. <laughs> there is no need to. And if it was an accusation, I'm sure people in Newcastle would be up and up. That'd be the first. So that is what the maybe the people of Newcastle want to join my my new cause because I know they're well into their yeah. social justice <laughs> issues. Um, apologies to the city of Newcastle <laughs> and any city that had uh, mines or towns or towns. <laughs> just apologize. I'm just everything I say that is offensive. I'm gonna. Set an apology. I've got the I've got the price of um the Mike Ashley Mike Ashley's first. Um he bought it for a hundred and thirty-four million pounds. Doubled his money. He did no due diligence on the club and was unaware it was a hundred million quid in debt. Um <laughs> it still made a profit. And from when he was right. has he though? Because you've got to take into account 2007. I mean inflation's not that bad, but but Oh, it's not gonna be that bad. No, it's it? not that bad. But he but he well, you say 134 million. It was 100 million in debt, so we got it for 234 million. It's still profit. Plus, all what he's managing, when he's ran the club, every year they're making a profit. Mm. Absolutely love and light. And his other businesses, obviously, sports. He's a very wealthy man now, uh, and he's destroyed Newcastle. But they're back. They're back in the Middle East. And uh, Jurgen Klopp said today, the 15th of October, that Newcastle are the new superpower. So unless uh, unless space. unless financial fair play is actually, you know, enforced, no, don't even dream No chance that UEFA. So that's enforce. our sports section. That's the sports section. Yeah, so we're going back to politics now. Yeah, we'll head back to what's, well, 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 what's the structure of this, or is it just different news stories? It is week one. Week. We are figuring it out as we go. Yeah. Uh, so so. Um, just, just hopping back and forth just to whatever you want not. to talk about. Well, is there the anything main... particular you'd like to speak about? Uh, the man went missing. Yeah. Oh, in, the Turkish man. In Turkey. Now, you, I know for a fact you have, you've just read this headline. You have absolutely no idea. No, do I you? do know about it. Yeah, go on then. Tell us about the man. What was his name? Bayan. Uh, uh, <laughs> Careful. Bayan Mutlu. Um, and basically, if you don't Fuck know about right, this story, um, it's a, a missing man in Turkey mm-hmm. um, accidentally actually joined his own search party <laughs> to find him <laughs> uh, for hours before actually realising he was the man that everyone was searching for. He was drunk. He was absolutely hammered. He was smashed. He was a Tuesday as well. He was a Tuesday. <laughs> um, and he, yeah, he wandered into a forest absolutely hammered as you do. Yeah, um, we've all been there. Yeah. 
and he, he did didn't return. Week. And obviously everyone was panicked. He's walked into this forest, absolutely hammered, yeah. and he hasn't returned. So his wife and friends called um, the local authorities and search party was, was sent sent out. Yeah. Um, and then he stumbled across this search party in the forest, <laughs> still absolutely hammered, <laughs> smiling away, and thought, right, we'll join this search party and be a good Samaritan, look for this missing man or woman, as he didn't know at the time. But then when members of the search party started screaming out his name, he said, I'm here. <laughs> but the, the thing that gets me is apparently this went on for several hours. Yeah. So he was just wandering around with a group, absolutely no idea what, what he was actually looking for. And, and, and until he realized, until, until someone called, what? I want to know how they didn't have like posters, an actual image of who they were looking for. I think for. they've just gone straight out. They've heard he's missing. Well, there's no plan at all. The They've forest. just gone no. into the forest. No. Well, you're going to lose so many more people doing that as well. People go into forest drunk all the time. <laughs> yeah, you They've know. obviously just gone and joined the search party, and um, he's come across a few of them. And Do you reckon you heard earlier? Is that, no, I might just let this go for a bit. Well, apparently, when the officer said, like, got him in trouble and said, we've been looking for you for ages, mm-hmm. he said, please don't tell anyone. My dad will kill me. But half How old was he? No, no, 50. 50? 50. How old's his dad? <laughs> 52. How's he going? I don't know. I mean, it depends on how old his dad, but I don't know if he's going to have the energy to really give him a, a right telling off. Who knows? But we all do things when we're drunk, yeah, don't we? Yeah, don't worry about at things. 18, 19, 25. But he's 50. 50 is a different... To get hammered with your mates on a Tuesday... To go into a forest and then to join your own search party. That is heroic. Some, some story. That is heroic. He should join He should join a fella. Well, do you know what? I was reading this earlier and it was quite disappointing because um, a man, um, Matt Ellis uh, from Cambridgeshire, he, um, he's he got a new rec- world record. Oof. Yeah, he's, uh, he's done a 24-hour pub crawl. He's now visited the most pubs um in 24 hours sounds very impressive right it's not no i'll tell you why i think it would be to be honest um why because it's just depressing that he's doing no i've been on benders for longer than 24 hours right but how many pubs do you do one (laughs) he did 51 51 in 24 uh yeah that's two every half hour and you know what makes it worse what he wasn't drinking alcohol Oh, this is just wandered in non-story. He's wandered in, and and to make it worse, he only had to consume 125 milliliters. That's like a quarter of a pint. So he's basically taking a shot of orange juice and then leaving. Why can't we do that next week while we do the podcast? Well, it'd have to be when I don't have work. Yeah, next Friday. Next Friday. Well, you don't or work Saturday, on Friday. Saturday. Don't show this to your boss. No, I, no. This is a Friday <laughs> night, by the way. Um, yeah, it's a Friday night, yeah. Next Saturday. Mm-hmm. It's not very impressive. I thought the guy was doing 51 pubs, at least a pint in every no, pub. No, you can do a pint. That's silly. 51 pints. Fine, half pint. Four hours. Yeah, half pint half would pint. be impressive. But right. 51, yeah. So if he did that, that's... that's um, oh, maths. 25 pints and... And a half. One, and 25 and a half pints, yeah. If if he did in twenty four hours, that is still pretty, pretty good. That would be the. I'd back myself to do that, by the way, but 
because it's mental the mental um it's the psychology of it a half is very different to a pint a walk in between each half to the next pub yeah you do 10 in the first hour at one pub no 10 <laughs> different pubs in right. the first hour right 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 and then you can relax how can you do, how can you do that in one hour 60 minutes so you got and you want to do, so you want to do you want to get to also, these pubs aren't in a row. Like, you're going to have to walk. Why aren't they in a row? You'd have to well, say Name that. a town where they're in a, a 51... Right, I'm not being funny. Can, no, 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 no. I taking, can go in Hartford to taking, pubs. Taking out, taking out, like, a town like Hartford, right? Which right, has, Why would you have to take well, how many towns? How many pubs does Hartford have? 31. 31. So where are you going to get the other 20 from? Yeah, that's what now I'm saying. Now you're going to walk to where? Well, that's what I'm saying. So you'd and have then to do where, does where have 20 before. pubs? How many pubs does where have? I don't know. How many pubs does where have? Listen, my strategy, you'd get the 10 done quickly, then you'd have time to travel at the end of it. It's not difficult. Um, I don't have an exact number, but it doesn't look that many. One, two, Where three, four, five. About 20. Yeah, I'm counting 18. Yeah, so 31 plus 18, you're almost at 51. So then where are you going? Or oh, 14 up for the final two. I'm Why, sure don't Why don't you just do it in London? Why don't you just do it in London? Okay, yes, in it's London. Gonna be... right, you're, I'm just saying, you're pointing, it's not going to be in a row. Well, of course is that it how is. how I sound? Yeah. Rude. Rude. Um, no, I think we can do that. All right, so, 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 the, so this gentleman, um, so uh, uh, Mr. Ellis, uh, I know you just beat the, the world record. You're an absolute disgrace. Uh, <laughs> You are a disgrace, and we will beat it. Is next a whole week. point. But in the a other thing is, the whole point in a pub crawl is to drink. And no, he, he. That's not what he said it was about. What was it about? He said it was about the joy of pubs and the people you meet. Which is a very good point. But I'm sure those people you meet have a pint in their hands or a glass of wine or I, a gin and tonic. He said, and I quote: "I am a big fan of pubs. The contribution they make to our society, uh, and the camaraderie you can enjoy in them." But you Which can't, if you're in a rush and you're moving from t- pub to pub, you can't enjoy company. You can't enjoy the atmosphere if you've got, oh, I've got to go in 10 minutes, got to go in 10 minutes. You keep, keep looking down whilst having a Coke. Oh, this guy. He also, another quote, um, there's only so much drink you can get into your body. You were drinking 125 millilitres of orange juice and diet Coke in 24 hours. That is pathetic. Pathetic. And that's broken a bit. Why don't we do it? I'm well up for that. Well, just 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 to shove right ahead. Oh. Um, it still has to be verified by uh, Guinness World Records. Well, they can't allow that. And so, if they do allow it, I'm going to appeal the decision. I'd yes. like to know the previous record and um, what the what the situation was there. Uh, it said there are no current. There was no current holder. Oh, so you could have just done one. Bump. You just made it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've now. Pub crawl. You have to do at least two. Okay, two. So we we could have done that, and then got. But I've done that many a day. We could have done that. Could have done. That is pathetic. I do apologise for bringing that story up now. Actually, well, it's left a bit. I apologise to the to anybody who's listening. Which, realistically, hello, mum and dad, (laughs) and Felicia Murray, my mum and dad. (laughs) Um. So so yeah so um, I guess that's really only other. There's only other one major. News story this week. Um, and it's one that's been going on again for a couple of weeks. Um, and it's the fuel and food shortage. Yes. Um, that is 
the 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 fuel shortage in general it, it it's weird they're ironically there's a i think people get mixed up gas and the gas and fuel shortage are the kind of two different things so the, so the gas shortage is what's raising energy prices yes um and that is there's there's a lot of things to do with that including ding 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 insulate britain um colder winters apparently uh we've used more fuel in the past uh, few winters because it's got colder is the story which means that there has been a higher demand for gas which means obviously we're running slightly lower and russia has been cutting off the supply of natural gas that doesn't help which never helps um but I, i i think i read that they are going to start um letting some come back into into europe which hopefully will ease the burden but but in terms of the fuel shortage itself that is a completely different a completely different uh, that, that was subject. man-made though obviously you've got the hgv driver shortage yeah but then you've just had some rogue fuel company is what i've read that have said there's a shortage and then everyone's panicked and gone out and bought some and then demand has then massively mm-hmm. increased yeah and um and people are just literally going and They've almost got full tanks. It's and toilet still rolling. Still going. It's toilet roll. Four pound. It, it's it, yeah. it, it's COVID toilet roll again. Yeah. It, it is. There it's is ridiculous. There is no shortage. I think the toilet roll was even worse. To be honest, that, yeah. that because how could there possibly be a shortage of toilet oh, roll? It still seems like doomsday stuff. Looking back. Yes. It doesn't it, seem real that people. There was no toilet roll on the shelves of so many shops. Yeah. Um... Yeah, that was a that that was a that was a strange time. This this instance is um, this instance is is um, is based on HGV drivers. Um, yeah. So basically, um, it's the first time we said it. 40, 40, 41 minutes. Brexit. 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 Woo! Brexit. Um, yeah. So the first. So 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 you know the um, what they used to call Project Fear. Project that was the name. Fear, of Project yeah. Fear of uh, people saying that there would be a shortage of uh, drivers and and lack of food on the shelves you know though those uh those doomsdayers um well to... it was partly to do with covid because a lot of people went home and it's partly to do with brexit it's, it's both stuff um but why are they not returning after they went home because it's on the oh big because 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 mm-hmm. the leading brexiteer that i am mm-hmm. um they of a lot of Staff, hospitality staff are the same. They just haven't come back after COVID. They've got jobs back home, mm-hmm. and they don't want to come back here. Yeah. Uh, Brexit hasn't helped. Uh, by the way, I'm not a Brexiteer, just to confirm that. Um, Brexit hasn't helped, mm-hmm. um, and uh, it's certainly going to get worse. Um, but at least I'm just trying to find some benefit here. At least um, these drivers mm-hmm. are now getting their value people now mm-hmm. value them for what they are that they are delivering food yeah fuel whatever to our to our homes to our shelves and they should be paid properly because it is a stressful job it's a tough Horses. job yeah you're on the road uh, all for, day every day yeah um yeah i mean it's definitely not 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 helpful that um people that we previously would have relied on um through you know the uh, the the movement of the movement of people being in in the European Union are now unable to come, although the government has so very generously offered them a three month visa. Over That's Christmas. ridiculous. How are they going to come for three months? Merry Christmas! You can come to the UK for three months. Mm. Weather shit. You'll be away from your family, but yeah, 
Just when we need you, and then Lights you can nice. do one when, when you, yeah. we don't. Exactly. Um, but Christmas is going to be tough. I, I, I do think Christmas is going to be tough. That's. I think that's that. That is. That is. I think the 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 we we are getting through that again. We're speaking. We're speaking. Kind of. This has been going on for for a week now. I, I get over a week. It's it, the issue. Really, only remains in London at this point. From yeah. my understanding, majority of the, the the country has got this under control. Well, fuel wise, yeah. Fuel wise, not yeah. not food wise, but fuel fuel wise. Um, Majority of the country has this under control. Um, London is still um, having issues, but um, did the military ever get called out? They did, yeah, yeah, they did. They, so, they so, yeah. doomsday so, stuff. So yes, this has been a really, really positive, uh, upbeat <laughs> podcast. This we've got fuel shortages. Yeah, uh, we've got an absolute prick of a man who's done a um, uh, pub crawl. Pub crawl, uh, if you can call it that. Um, we've got Insulate Britain members uh, doing what they do. Well, no, they're giving us a break. They're giving us a holiday. At least the cow got talked out of... Yeah, the cow got talked out. You could reason with the cow more than you could reason with Insulate Britain. So, yep. And, um, but at least your man in Turkey found himself. (laughs) I thought of a a benefit of the food shortage. What? Um, Losing weight. We've both been wanting to lose weight. No food, can't eat. Speak for yourself. When did I ever say I've been in the gym? I did Mate, you pulled in. your back by lifting a bag. It was a heavy bag. It was not. It I was a heavy it. bag. Pathetic. Nothing Pathetic. to drink can't solve, eh? Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, so those are the main talking points for this week. Anything so else you want to add, Finley? Up, what's coming up next week? What, what, what can we see in the future? Um, obviously, the, the Premiership's when, back. Yeah, so when's, least, when's, um, when's, when's uh, Cops? November. Some months, a bit, some bit away. day in November. Um, yeah, I think it is. None of these weeks are quiet. But um, no, it's really hard to predict because the the fuel shortage itself. No one saw that coming. That came a major news story overnight. Everything becomes a major news story overnight. I think James Bond. We'll get. We're, we're going to oh, see yeah, James we'll, Bond. We'll so, let you know. So review. We'll and a... I haven't been to a cinema in years, so um, I'm going to yeah. try and um, obviously buy the sweets in Tesco before <laughs> and just um, carry them in but uh, may get popcorn. get popcorn you owe me £15 I'm not talking about that because uh, we pay fee for lots of times and uh, I've won fortunes from the poor bloke <laughs> what's, uh, what, what's very disappointing is that I got back to even last night and then I've managed to lose it, lose another 15, 15 quid um, yeah I can't see anything coming up next week um, off the top of my head um, I'm gonna start reading. Reading what books? Brilliant. Because books? I think I need to read a book every two weeks, because I don't read at all, and I want to expand my horizons. So I'll let you know how that goes. Okay, one story that's coming up from the Mirror: UK weather, snow to hit Britain next week. Really. Yeah, so that's your weather forecast on the young old men as well. We're going to get snow somewhere in the country. Let me see if I can find out where from the mirror. Uh, The Daily Mirror. Um, Most of the UK will enjoy sunshine next week. And it's an island just off Scotland (laughs) that's got snow. Um, Yeah, no, I'm not seeing... uh, Yeah, northwestern Europe. It's going to be cold somewhere. It's probably going to be Scotland. Sorry for anyone out there. Just oh, you've mugged off them now. Brilliant. 
Pissed off Geordies, I've pissed off Scotland. But to be fair, you can't piss... The Chinese piss you've mugged off. Oh, Chinese. I think they're the ones I worry about the most, to be honest. Um, but yeah, just uh, we can cover next week's protest. What? In Newcastle. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, we're going to cover next week's protest in Newcastle. We're going to have a new new drink every week. We'll yes. try and recommend something. So we're not on the wine next week. Not on the wine next week. What are what, we going on next week? Um, You're talking about fruit punch vodka. Fruit punch earlier. vodka. Yeah. I think we should try that. And to, in your new house as well. Oh, oh, you've invited yourself around. Yep. Right. So the listeners can uh, different different place every week. A different place every week. Yeah. Okay, we'll, we'll we'll figure that out. Um, all right. Well, thank you for anyone who bothered to listen. Um, we'll see you next week. The debut. The debut. Week one. Of the Young Old Men podcast. What a week. Thanks um, very much. Thanks for having me. I mean, you, you're <laughs> welcome. I'm just going to say you're welcome. All right, see you all next week. Bye. Bye.